What's up, everybody? We're back with another episode of Brosens. This week, what does a bowl of cereal, putting your pants on a specific way, and Laugh Olympics all have in common? Stay tuned to find out. Let's get the show on the road. What's up, bro? Happy Monsoon Day. Yeah, I know. Happy, uh, what are we calling it? Or Hurinado? Hurinado, yeah. Hurinado, Sharknado. Serious rain going on today. Serious rain. Yeah, you ain't you ain't kidding. Uh, quite a few tornadoes. So, I, you know, it's it's the ninth is the day we're recording this. And so there's a series of storms that passed through the East Coast today. And, and yeah, it was... Even on the other side of the mountains, right? So, like, Gatlinburg slammed, flooded. There was a tornado up the road for me here in central North Carolina in the foothills about 20 minutes away. Um, I think a couple of people lost their life, unfortunately. So, And I've yes. never seen my yard so soggy, but that's minuscule compared to what other people are dealing with. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'm, I'm very thankful. I've been here in this house since 2017. Uh, we had a tornado pass over the house in 2019. Luckily, it was it it, it wasn't um, touched down, so it wasn't a full funnel cloud. It was it was just basically um, rotation, but massive hailstorm caused massive amounts of damage. Had to have the roof replaced on a two year old house. Yeah, that was that was pretty insane. And then a couple of weeks ago, we had storms roll through here, and we actually had one that was about two miles down the road. Um, Luckily, it was heading the other way, but we were able to kind of, from my upstairs bonus room, looking out the window, was able to see the top of the, the black clouds. We had one about eleven miles from us um, later this at late this evening. So yeah, it was it's pretty intense. The wind was was something else. Uh, they last time I had looked, they had clocked a sixty nine mile an hour um, gust at, at RDU today. So we we had uh, some pretty. Yeah, we were we were in the same boat, and I know we had. Um... Man, there were some sustained winds. I mean, they were sideways, just absolute straight line winds, 30 miles an hour for about 10 or 15 minutes straight today. So it's weird. Like, that is a powerful storm to not come off of the Atlantic uh, and to, to come down. So hope everybody's okay. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it, it made its way all the way across the country. And, you know, I saw some, I know some folks that were actually in the Houston area yesterday at the National um, College Football Playoffs and uh, Championship game. And they were like, you know, hunkered down before the game. They're like, man, we hope this goes through. Um, luckily, the stadium was covered and the game went on. But yeah. Anyway, glad everybody's safe. Yeah. Good I kept power good. all day. Didn't have to put the power all to use, but it was fully charged and ready to go just in case. Yeah. I, uh, surprisingly enough, we typically lose power here um, on a sunny day, it seems like. And it didn't even blink today, which I was shocked. Although uh, I do have to laugh. There were folks on the old Facebook. Um, neighborhood Facebook page going, is your satellite not working? There's a monsoon outside. You obviously have no idea how satellite technology works. <laughs> it is line of sight and you got yeah. no sight. Yeah. That's, uh, 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 it's, it's the things you will see on the internet, on the, the tubes. Uh, it's, Facebook, man. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, yeah, I will tell you, neighborhood HOA Facebooks are hilarious at times. But man, is there some drama? I will never be in another one as long as I live. I will live in a ditch before I live in an HOA again. You know, I knew what I was getting into. Um, <laughs> you know, and it's it's one of those things. Luckily, the HOA wasn't super bad here. But the flip side of that is they're also not consistent. And so, um, but we're going through a whole. We actually just had we had elections last year. A couple of the old folks. I say old. I mean old, not old as in age. I mean old as in folks that have been on the HOA board for a long time got got voted out last go around. And this time around, there's a good chance one of the other ones is going to be gone too. But we'll see. We're getting new folks in. Maybe things will change. Anyway, HOA drama. I, I'm I'm like you. I I'd prefer to be somewhere where where I don't have one. But there's. Being having lived in a neighbor a neighborhood where there is no HOA either, it, it, <laughs> yeah. it's a double edged sword, man. It really is. It's like it is. I don't know. Mine's the older I get, the more I'm just like, leave me alone, you young whippersnappers. Give me twenty acres and move me out oh, the back, yeah. and I'll be happy. A hundred percent. Yeah. If I could find about four or five acres, that's all I need. Four or five acres. I don't need a full twenty. It's four or five acres. So I need I'm, a strategic twenty, so I can put in a runway. That way I don't have to well, pay to park an airplane at an airport. This this is true. This is very true. Whew. Man, I'm going to tell you. Back to work last week <laughs> after vacation. Yeah. I mean, we're, we're, not, we're, we're a week into the new year, and I'm going to tell you, the 2024 bingo card is already filling up quickly. Get the things that, <laughs> I'm telling you. The things I said, I think I texted you earlier, the things we've seen so far, there's it's it's just been insane. Of course, we did it. There was a school shooting. Um, we've had a massive earthquake over Japan, which is, it's sad that, and the tsunamis, but you know, it's, it's horrific over there. And I, you know, hopefully, you know, folks, if you have friends or family over there, everybody's okay. But yeah, yeah, that was a disaster. School shooting. There's already been at least two or three different reports of aliens and UFOs. Um, you know, in Joe Joe Diffie called that one, um, third rock from the sun. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's, uh, it's just been like, Like, are you kidding me? Uh, we're only weekend. Slow yeah. down, twenty twenty four. Pace yourself. Pace yourself. We got a long way to go, and it's a yeah. leap year. We have an extra day. Don't be in a rush. Oh, it is a leap year. I, I had not thought about that. Yeah. So uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, was it Cat Williams? We got Epstein. Oh yeah, Docks. We've got. Um, I, I saw just clips of the Golden Globes uh, performance. Uh, I was like, oh god, like. Good thing I don't watch these things. Like I'd, I'd be upset. Um, yeah. <laughs> what what else? It's, yeah, yeah. No, I'm. It's starting off well, with the, a bang, man. Like we're just waiting on yeah. Smod to get here, and we will be okay. Two, the two different the two different alien things have me cracking up. So first of all, was the ten foot aliens in um, Miami, which when I looked at the video, I'm like, yeah, it looks like a couple people in a blurry video to me. Which okay, so let me ask you this. I, like we're Gen X, we we grew up with blurry, grotesque video. <laughs> I mean, it was it there was no high quality. How is it that we are able to get crystal clear images from the deepest of space, crystal clear images of everything, but yet we can't get a single crystal clear image of a bank robber in in, in a bank? <laughs> yeah. Or a good picture of Bigfoot or a UFO? Why? Um, I will <laughs> give Bigfoot a pass. Those are usually shoot from the hip or trail cameras. 
banks that's legit they've got the coin to spend on 8k uhd video if they wanted it um but but aliens i I mean i'm gonna say aliens aliens is a jamming technology thing i I think we'll go with that i'm I'm gonna say aliens jam us so there was the so there was the it's funny you say that there was the the 10 foot aliens walk around miami which i think is just ridiculous i think it just got blown out of proportion i don't know who knows but then the other now, hold one, on, hold on, hold on. so the thing is, it was kids with fireworks, and I'm like, you know, not the right environment, but I don't necessarily disagree with the tactic. No, no look, we just <laughs> talked. In fact, I just posted a clip of us talking about this on our brand new TikTok channel. So, by the way, we're going to plug for ourselves. We now have a TikTok channel. So, um, if you're not into like, you know, because I know we get long winded, some of these podcasts go over an hour. If you're not into the whole big long format thing, we're starting to get stuff out on TikTok. It's short format, two to three minutes. We're trying to pull some clips, key points out. Check us out on TikTok. It's uh, Rosen's Props to you for the video podcast. editing, man. Like that is oh, that's been all you with the madness in my life. I don't, uh, I don't have time yeah. um, to to piece it together and to do the editing. So props to you. Um, it's been fun. I've, I've enjoyed learning it. By the way, if you haven't realized, today's show is completely unscripted. Mm. Um, and when I say completely unscripted, we had no plan going in. It's like, hey, let's get another one on the books. We'll 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 shoot from the hip and see how. Yeah, because you're so, you're getting ready to go to Mexico. See, yeah, and muchas tequilas. Drink plenty of tequila and do not. Oh yeah, yeah, no, no. It's uh, I cannot a birthday wait slash birthday slash Christmas present from from the wife. Um, and I I, I say present but she's i mean obviously she's going with me so she's, she's making it <laughs> so a week away by she's, myself <laughs> she's she's uh she's making out with the gift too but um it, yeah that's that is our adult getaway place cancun um we don't stay in the hotel zone we we stay further north outside the hotel zone um it's a a more secure location for one from a safety perspective but it, it's much more cro- uh, quiet um it's it's adults only, so you don't have kids running around. Um, and it's just a lot of just lying around on the beach in, you know, um, volley beds or in hammocks and just. Yeah, I'm thinking about doing Belize when you're. So, so they do a, a, real, a lot of real estate in Belize, believe it or not. And so yes. the, the real estate guys do a annual trip to Belize and they, it's a conference where you get to meet the players down there and, and you can see about investing in real estate in Belize. If you want to, if you don't, that's fine. It's low pressure, but it's a week away. It's a business trip. It's going to be a tax deduction. And I could go to Belize. And Belize is nice from what I hear. I have uh, not been. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, it, looks, it looks really nice. Uh, they use the U S dollar. So there's no currency. Conversion. Makes it, makes it easy. Yeah. It does make it easy. Um, yeah. Part, so, yeah. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, it's been a hectic year. And the funny thing is I'm taking this trip. So I just had a couple weeks vacation and I'm getting ready to go away. You know, that was Christmas holidays. Our company, basically the U S side of, of the organization basically shuts down. Yeah. It's like every other corporation in America. Like no, nobody's really working those last two weeks. Like you come back, you're like, what is my job yeah. title? What do I do? Who are you? Yeah. Did we restructure yet? That's, no, that's usually in June, July when that happens. Um, although it does happen in January sometimes, but yeah. And then, so yeah, then I'm turning right around and going back to Mexico again for a week, <laughs> spring break, which we had already planned um, long before this little short trip. So that's a full week. I am, I am 
so looking forward to just eating well, drinking a lot, and doing nothing. Yeah, enjoy yourself, bro. It's been uh, been hectic. Pour one out for me and the homies. Uh, we'll be oh, here yeah. suffering through. Uh, looking forward to coming up, though. We finally get to do our Christmas when you get back. Looking yes. Looking forward to that and seeing the fam. So Yeah, yeah. Gonna, so gonna not, be awesome. not much longer. That's going to be a busy weekend, too, because uh, Michael's birthday is coming up, and he's like, is it want to do a party this year? It's just like, you know what? We're going to take you and your friends out and go get some wings and just hang out for a while, come back to the house, and we play Xbox, whatever, blah, 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 and they're done. Um, It's just the age they're at. It's that or it's $400 over the golf cart, the indoor golf cart, not golf cart, go-kart. Mm-hmm. Go-kart track. Take them to Top Golf. Probably get a blast out of that. No, we yeah, we've actually went over there. Uh well, we we did the one that you and I and, and our our good It's top golf like. Yeah. We yeah, got to get Joe so, on here. Joe, if you're listening, you're we got to get you on oh, deck, man. We got to get an episode with you. We got to start bringing people on. No, we do. I you know, it was, it's funny you bring that up because I was just thinking about the other day. We need to get uh, when we were talking about the when I was doing the editing for the bourbon clip, I was like, you know, we still need to get Briscoe on here too. So we need Joe. Yeah. We need Briscoe. Um I think it'd be good conversations. Anyway, okay. so yeah, no, he likes the, he likes the, what do they call it here? It's not drive shack. Yeah. 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 It's like top drive shack. Yeah. And Jerry yeah. actually likes went out there. She's went out there just her and Michael before. Yeah. Considering I don't play golf. Like I had a lot of fun when we went, you know, it was, it was not incredibly hard to find a game to play that, uh, you know, um, yeah. Distance yeah. didn't matter. It's more about just hanging out, you know, eating some wings, having some drinks, just chilling. Yeah. Yeah. No, I guess if you got hyper competitive people, you probably don't want to go or at least just like, good for you, man. That's awesome that you were able to do that. Let's do shortest drive of the day. Yes. See see how many times we can whiff. Who can go, who can slice it the furthest? Oh man. You know, we put quite a few into the net. Yeah, the rafters, and we did not lose any clubs though. Like no clubs no went clubs off the balcony. Lost. Joe yeah, almost was... got one out. Yeah, yeah. I hit a bird you did that was bird. sitting on the pole on the side. That was fun. The bird yeah, was no, it's great. Flew away. Yeah, no, it was on the outside of the net. So I hit. Well, I hit the net where the bird was, and the bird flew away. So anyway, yeah. Oh, if you guys, I got a story. I got a story. I got a story. I'm thinking about this. Oh, okay. Go ahead. And then I got Gen X too. moment of reprieve. I got carded yesterday. What? Got carded. Was it yesterday? Yes, yesterday. Went to the grocery store. Actually went to Publix, which I normally don't shop at. But I get some of my prescriptions there because they're cheaper. Because that's life as a Gen X. You have prescriptions. So I was picking up my drugs, which sidebar on my story. So I've, I've mentioned it before. I'm on a testosterone replacement therapy. Right? So I get to jail. Rub it on your shoulders. Do you know I have to show ID to get the testosterone? I went yesterday to pick up pain medicine because I was in pretty severe pain with my kidney stones. And I did not have to show ID to pick up the narcotics. That seems awesome. Man, it's just such a weird world. Anyway, so I'm there. I'm like, well, I'm going to pick up a few things while I'm here. They happen to carry Guinness there. The food line does too, but they got it in the cans in a pack, which is a better deal. But anyway, whatever. Now I just sound like a miser. Like I'm talking about how much money I save and that's why I go there. But anyway, so I got that and a couple other things because we did hot dogs last night and I'm checking out and I just go through a regular line because they actually still have cashiers at Publix and Feedline. And the woman looks at me, she goes, 
I had a hoodie on. In her defense, I had had my hood kind of like up this way, but I had my hood hoodie on. She, she goes, "Don't get mad, but I really can't tell. Can I see your ID?" And I'm like, "I think that is a compliment. Absolutely. Why would you, why would you and, get mad? Yeah, I don't know. I was like, oh, absolutely. And I so I opened yeah. up my watch shirt. She's like, "Oh, we were born in the same year," and I'm not knocking her, but the lady had hair that was gray, like mostly gray, and I'm like. I mean, people go gray early, but uh, I've been gray for a while. I don't know. You know, for 46, and no, I don't have any filters on. I can turn the filters on, but I'm doing okay. Like, I did I, that it's hard to see. Like, oh, you can see. I got, I got some gray going here. It's starting. You got some strands. But, but you know, like, ah, dude, I got carded. I'm like, shit. Okay. Uh, aging with beauty and grace. Didn't we have the, t- oh, wait a minute. Hold on. Let me see if this still works. I don't know if it's worked. I, I did the touch up. Oh, did you do the smoothing filter? Did the uh, smoothing filter. Do I look better? Oh. Yeah, hold on. I'll move in closer so people can tell. Let's see if I can do it. How do we do the settings? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's, it's uh, no, camera. I'm it. Oh, yeah. Turn it off. off. You're getting the real me. You're not getting the filtery one. Yeah, I can turn it way up too. Like That's what I did. I turned it all the way up. <laughs> look at that. Smooth face. Oh, yeah. No, you you get all my you get all my wrinkles. Oh, my I know. Back. Me too. If you don't like well, me for well, me, then don't watch. That's right. How I feel about it. You're, you know what? Both of us. I mean, to be honest, we we both have a, a face for radio. So I mean, that's why we're on a podcast. It, it is. That's why we're on a podcast. So if you don't like to look at us, you can always just listen. You can find our podcast wherever you get your favorite podcast. Or just, just go directly to Podbean and you can listen to it. Or, or yeah. Apple or Google or Spotify. Spotify. Yeah. I've had several people go to Spotify. Um, friends that I'm like, where do you get your podcast? Because they're like, hey, I want to listen to your podcast. Yep. So, so we're everywhere. So anyway, so did so she didn't like when she when you pulled your your ID out and you started to hand it to her, she didn't go, oh, I see the one. Never mind. No, no, no. She didn't do that to me. So it's sort of the same. Same late 1900s uh, set. She she didn't do that to me. So the late 1900s. Ah, uh. <laughs> oh. so old. What that SpongeBob episode? Oh my god. Yeah. So speaking of old and things old. So I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna jump into my story time a little bit here. Go right ahead. So this past week, I'm sitting here playing video games, and. This is kind of a follow-up to our, our very first initial pilot episode where we talked about ancestry and family trees. So my phone rings, and it's an odd number. And most of the time, you know, I have a, a, a robo-filter, a robocall filter on my, my phone. So most all of my calls get filtered out, and they don't even ring. Um, if they're known scams, they never even come through. So I my phone very rarely rings. When it does and the robocaller picks it up, I know it's not somebody in my thing, and I'm looking at it, and I'm like, I didn't recognize the number. There was no name associated with it. Obviously, it's not in my contact. So the robocaller is like, yeah, let's 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 let it go through and you could decide because it wasn't known spam. So I answered. Just, you know, in the middle of playing a video game. And this voice on the on the other side's like this older lady, and she's like, uh, Zeddy? And I'm 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 stopped for a second. So I pause the video game and then she's, you know, she's like, hey, this is so and so. I'm not gonna give her name out, but um, it's a, it's a lady who actually, actually is one of my cousins, um, on the night of her side. 
so my biological father's side. Um, and, you know, we had had some conversation on and off of Facebook. And so she, she called me. And so we started talking. I don't know if you remember back. The one kind of one of the big main reasons outside of just trying to figure out some family history is I really was just trying to figure out who my biological grandmother was. Mm-hmm. Um, so my, my dad's mother, because remember there was this whole thing where he didn't remember his mother. He just knew a name. He had a sister that they were separated when he was young. He didn't remember her. Um, you know, and his dad, you know, my grandfather had passed away when he was only about 10. And so, you know, he was like, you know, my sister went somewhere and then I went somewhere else, lived with other family. We never knew each other. So that was, I was kind of trying to unravel that. So just so happens we're talking and the lady's asking me some questions because, you know, obviously my name is Leonard, not Nidifer, which doesn't make sense from a, from a naming perspective, right? Um, from that male line, I should have carried that, but because I'm adopted, you know, your biological father is my, my adopted father. And so that's how I ended up with that name. You know, we have the same again, biological mother. And so, um, you know, she was inquiring about my great grandfather, you know, who was your great grandfather? Who was your grandfather? Who was your grandmother? And I'm like, well, that's the story, right? I'm like, we're trying to figure out who my grandmother was. And she was like, well, do you know, um, uh, Mary Diane Scalf? You know, they also called her Molly. And I'm like, yeah, that was my great, my great grandmother. So that was my father's father's mother. And she was like, okay, so that's my, my great grandmother. Or no, that's my grandmother. It was her grandmother. And so, um, you know, that kind of went into the conversation. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, I really don't know who my grandmother was other than just the name Mary. And the initial E, and I, McCray is what we believe it was, based on one, two, two documents that I've been able to find. But there's not anything beyond that. There's no date of birth. There's no really where she's from because the census data may or may not be accurate um, because it was all done by hand. And if somebody just gave incorrect information, there was no validation. So she tells me she's like, just so happens. She's like, I lived in Baltimore, which is where my dad was born, um, and his sister, and where they lived in 1950. She goes, I lived in the Baltimore in Baltimore, just down the street from Bill, which was my uncle Bill, her uncle Bill, my grandfather, and Mary. So she basically confirmed that the name was accurate, at least the first name, and and the and that they lived there in Baltimore. She says, I remember living down the street from them and your dad and his sister. And she's like, and then all she remembered was, hey, my parents told me, my dad had told me that they had died and the kids were were sent um, to live different areas. Your dad had been sent to Florida to live with one of the uncles and then the, the um, sister had, had been sent somewhere else. She, had, she eventually ended up getting adopted out. Um, and I, I managed to figure out her whole story. Um, and then, you know, and then also digging through, through, um, some boxes the other day, I managed to ran, run across. So this was my, my aunt, I'll try to hold that up there. I don't know. It's not going to go. There it is. This is a picture from Easter of 1958. Mm-hmm. So this was my, my father's sister that he never knew. And I've got a bunch of other. And so this was, 
I don't drop anything here. I don't know how hard that's going to be. See, I'm going to hold them up. It's going to be very blurry. So that is my biological grandfa grandfather, but I don't know who this lady is. Um, there was no name associated with it. I believe this may have been Mabel French, who was his last wife. And then there's some other photos that I have here. There's another one of his sister. Um, there's another. So here's another picture of my grandfather, Bill Nidifer. And it's going to be very blurry because the camera doesn't want to focus on it. Back. I'm trying to get it. There we go. So I can't tell when this was taken. He was a very tall man. I don't know if you could tell. Yeah. Um, my, my biological father was also tall as well. He was six foot two. But anyway, I've got a whole bunch of old photos in here. And uh, funny enough, I want to show you this one. I don't know if you could see this one. This is this was my biological father. This one's going to, it's small, so it's going to be hard to see. I'm trying to get it to focus. I may have to just, there you go. Yep. Who does that look like? Oh, yeah, man. It looks like Sebastian. <laughs> oh yeah names. yeah so sebastian is one of my sons and so it's just it's funny that i mean they are first son yeah yeah it's yeah, funny because we always like oh sebastian looks just like you know your your ex-wife looks just like her and i was like yeah it's really not a lot of resemblance to you and then i saw a picture of your dad young i was like there it is there <laughs> it is yeah, yeah yeah and for what it's worth i showed mom a picture of sebastian now and she's like oh my god he looks just like alan I was like, yeah, I know he does. Yep. <laughs> Which was a little triggering for mom, you know, like, honestly. Well, I, I mean, I'm sure. I mean, that's that's a long story. Um, I, expl but, I actually so explained to mom, by the way, just sidebar while we're talking about personal family stuff. I did explain to mom your conversation, the relationship, and where Alan was at the end of his life and the things mm -hmm. that he was apologetic for and confessed that she made the right decision or not confessed. Oh yeah, absolutely. But like, you know, it's like, no, she did the he right agreed thing. It was the right decision. Yep. Yeah. And I, and, and so I told mom, I was like, you know, the, the Alan that you got to know the different person than the person that she was with. And, uh, I, she understood that, but you know, she's, uh, started therapy today. Uh, so hopefully mom can work through some of her stuff. You're never too old to change, I guess is a good, no. good point. Mom is 69 and a half. Uh, and today was her first ever therapy session good for her yeah no it is it's good i'm i'm you know you know over the last week or two i know there's a lot going on and she's realized that she really needs to to get some help even at her age and that yeah you know so she doesn't end up just being miserable well and hopefully there's some room there to reestablish some type of adult relationship that's better with you and i both and like i know she lives yeah. here everybody's listening like didn't she move in with you yes she did move in with me but I went through enough therapy where I can table stuff and mostly cordial unless she flies off the handle about stuff. Uh, but that led to some events last week, which I actually don't want to talk about on here. Um, and she is now doing better. So I'm going to leave it there. Um, yeah. Since she's in therapy starting today. No. And I, I'm, I'm glad she's there. Um, I'm hoping that it'll, it'll put things in a, a place where, like you said, we can, we can move to a better relationship status. I mean, yeah. I, again, We've said this before. You and I haven't talked to our parents in a couple of years until all this happened. Um, not that we don't love them. There's just a lot there. And, you know, yeah. sometimes you have to make difficult decisions for you can your You can love people, as, as Brittany reminded me, you can love people and do the compassionate thing without getting caught up in stuff. 
and that's kind of where mm-hmm. I'm at right now, right? Like mom's a little more closer at hand. Dad is not doing well mentally. Uh, he's still in skilled nursing, doing physical rehab, which that is going well, but it's almost like his mental condition is deteriorating very rapidly. Um, really pretty sure it's Louis body dementia. Um, his brother and sister talked to him yesterday, finally for an extended length of time, because he was really good about getting them off the phone and they're not really chatty people anyway. So they're a four or five minute conversation. Well, he seems Okay. And so mom convinced them to have a lengthy 20 or 30 minute conversation with them. And they both called her today and were like, uh, yeah, no, he's, Eyes were open, he's not yeah. good. Is he? And we're like, no, he is not good. That's what we've been trying to tell you. So they were both pretty upset yeah. over it. So especially his yeah, older yeah. sister. So she, she was the, uh, after their mom left, she was mama hen to all of them. And she's, uh, you know, she's watched two, two children of her own pass and, multiple brothers and siblings and yeah, it, it, taking you know, a toll on her. It, it's, and, it's, tough. yeah. And she about lost her husband too, you know, so, you know, her, her husband had a massive heart attack. Um, and somehow they brought him back. He was I think, coded for 15 or 20 minutes, but hmm. they had started CPR and oxygen right away pretty much. And really no substantial side effects from it. Just one of those lucky few, uh, but yeah, no, they can get yeah. it started quick. That makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. yeah. Oxygen matters. <laughs> like you need some oxygen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, let's not be all morbid though. So I know we're just ad, ad lib in the show. Uh, that's cool, man. Yeah. Like, I'm, glad, I'm glad you got the phone call and at least got a few more pieces confirming, put some stuff together. Eventually I think you'll probably find someone that knows a name and can confirm stuff just through genetics. If you keep reaching out to people. Well, so she did, she did say that she, she gave me a lot of, I, I spent probably an hour on the phone with her and we, we went through a lot. She goes, I have this whole, all this paperwork here. Somebody did all this research years ago. She goes, I don't know what to do with it. She goes, I don't know how to use this. I don't know what all this is. She's like, um, and we didn't be in matches in DNA because her niece had done a bunch of DNA testing and, and done it for her and manages her. So that's how we ended up. Yeah, you guys connected. are second cousin. So you, you probably share what? Five percent, four percent. Yeah, I can't remember the. I'd yeah. have to pull up ancestry and look at the actual numbers, but, but yeah, I mean, I've I've made a lot of contact with a lot of family I didn't know that I had. Not just on on you know my biological father's side, but also on mom's side of the family. Yeah. And that's there's actually a lot of really interesting history on mom's side of the family as well. Some good, some bad. Um, you know, it's it, it's there in all of it. I mean, there's there's Folks that have one of one of um, one of mom's aunts, I believe, was murdered by her husband. Yeah, yeah, it was. It's yeah. I've got the whole newspaper article an and all axe. the stories of him going to trouble with, with an, an axe. axe. Yeah, it was, it was insane. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, and yeah. I, I think it's interesting. Like, I'm just take this point. It was like people watch the ancestry shows on TV, and people are like, "Oh, well, you were so and so, and so and so," and it looks all cool and everything. I'm going to tell you, those things are handpicked just for those kind of moments for television. Our families on all three sides now, right? So your dad, your real dad, my dad, our mom. Um, the story is this extraordinary poverty, right? Like, I mean, absolute poverty from the get go. Well, I wouldn't say from the get go now. You got to remember, I traced back the line on mom's side 
through the cross line, I believe, well, back to one of yeah. the kings to an illegitimate yeah, child. Okay, okay, okay. So, all right, the American story. Yeah, I was going to say, our, our poverty. Yeah. <laughs> Ever right, since everybody I, I, came over on the boat, it was bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there, there's nobody, um, which I find an interesting, and I, I'm not you know, any, anything political, but we have thoroughly dug through our, our family back to when they came to America um, through modern age at no point in time in our family, my side, Eddie's side, have we found anybody that was ever slave owners? Never. No, uh, not all. I mean, who, who I, I'll, I will, I will go and on whose I side? think it was on, I think it was on, on my dad's side. I want to say there was some on mom's side. I have to go back. A there, there are a few. Like, there's a few. You, you get there, back to the. They Fred, had. They had. They still had. They had some. Some of them had slaves. Some of them were slave owners. They know. weren't rich, but they they had slaves. You didn't have to have a lot of money to have a slave. To be honest with you, you really didn't. No, they were but, really. When I say slaves, they were really farm hands. Um. I, I and you know from what I can tell, and again, we're not going to get into the political slavery, right? Slavery, wrong, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Well, this is just, <laughs> that, well, that part wrong, we I think we're going to agree with. Well, no, yeah, no, uh, totally. And, and uh, I mean, it's just the whole, you know, slavery, something that happened back then. Talking. Yeah. The reparations thing. I'm not getting into all that. It, it, the, the reality of it is I have found records in some of the wills where, um, slaves were left to, to children. Um, not very many, but again, I think I can't find any records that indicate that folks were mistreated. Um, doesn't I mean they weren't. Yeah, I don't know. There would be records of that, right? Like, right. So, today well, I right. I mean, slave, like, uh, yeah, I mean, the slave yeah. itself is mistreated. But, I get what but you're yeah, and it's it's one of those things. I would like to dig deeper into that to get a better understanding of how that went um, and what what all was around that. I haven't had time, but I have found a couple of spots. It wasn't widespread. It's not like every one of our family. I mean, kind of on the had, main, the main Leonard side. I mean, there for a while past once Frederick after the Revolutionary War, that Southwest Virginia Leonard clan, Eastern Tennessee bunch, uh, they were basically sharecroppers themselves. I mean, there was, mm -hmm. you know, that's they 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 farmed. You just that you look at it, it's like labor, like that's their job title. And yep, yeah. farm farmer or labor, general labor. Yeah. I have my grandfather, you know, the gentleman I'm just showing you a picture. He was a, he was a tire recapper. That was his trade. He recapped tires. That's how dying, he made it. A, there's a, I say it's a dying job in the heavy duty truck industry. It's not dying. It's booming. Oh yeah. No, no. There's a lot of it. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. Happens in the, the, well, that's it. I mean, it's yeah. interesting. I don't know. Like it's, it's really not even a morbid curiosity. It's just like, I feel like I don't know if my family was part of, and then even if they weren't, I guess there's always the argument that, what were they doing to prevent it? So I don't know. We're not going to get done out of the show. But anyway. Yeah. No, no, no. I, I don't, you know, I try, I don't try to sit here and go. No, no. Feel bad or anything for, for things that my, my ancestors did. Things happened in that time that happened in that time. I mean, we had cousins marrying cousins. We had, we had folks that were getting murdered. I have. It's a miracle. Uh, I don't have three eyes in two years. Wait, I, I know. Years. I have a, four well, years. you know, there's, there's. I, I found a newspaper article yesterday for for where some cousin or uncle 
four times, whatever. I don't know the relation. I got to go back and look. But, you know, I found newspaper records of him. Being, he was a car thief. He, he it got into a big car chase in Bristol. Nice. Um, yeah, there's a whole story in the Bristol Her- Herald Courier where the cops were chasing him. He stole a Ford, chased through town. They finally caught him. And he was only 17. So, you know, I, you know, there's a lot of alcoholism. There's a lot of infidelity. There's a lot of, you know, so there's a lot of bad. I mean, so yeah, it's, it's, you're right. They, they on those shows, they handpick blah, 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 because I, I could have gone through and said, you know, oh, it, just like I said, we have a, you know, whatever ninth cousin that was John Wayne. Yeah, whatever. I mean, we've traced that through. We know that's a fact. That's cool which puts us related to a bunch of other people. I mean, there are famous people we related to, you know, I talked about, um, Captain Cross that was, you know, sell with Sir Walter Raleigh. Um, there, there were a lot of folks in the history that, that were wealthy, but they were way back, you know, 1600s, 1500s. Um, there were family members that were wealthy, but yeah, most, once everybody kind of got over here, the ones that made it over to the U.S. Yeah, there was, and the ones that migrated to to um, Tennessee, Virginia area, very poor, very poor. Um, but anyway, so yeah, I mean, yeah, we did, we actually did have, and I'll we'll sit down sometime. I'll go through it. I'll find. Yeah, I want to see that. Records. I want to see well whenever. Yeah, I like I have time for anything currently. <laughs> I know it's like me. It's like it's one of those things that I end up getting into at like nine, 10 o'clock at night and it's two in the morning and I'm like, I got to go to bed. I gotta go to bed. My, my, my days are kept up with, uh, parenting advice. So here's parenting advice for everybody. I'll tell you what happened right before while I was in the middle of cooking dinner tonight, actually. Um, don't leave the acrylic paint set out that the kids got for Christmas where the youngest two children can get it. Um, shout out to life proof and home Depot on a quality flooring product that can be cleaned easily. And I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> nice oh man i don't miss those days i really don't yeah they say you will and i'm just like i'm not sure like i'm i'm not sure that i'm gonna miss cleaning up acrylic paint off of the floor um and again this is why i don't have nice things inside of the house like doesn't do any good you know what you know what i do miss though is i don't know i was talking to somebody about this the other day it's my manager at work because she has a she has an infant and she was just talking about how they're they're at a young age where they're starting to kind of stand up and starting to kind of develop their own personality. But I there was I probably won't be able to find this. I'm not even gonna try to look it up. Came across my Facebook memories on New Year's Eve. Um it was a video of Michael when he was, I don't know, maybe five. And it was New Year's Eve, and he get you know the little paper horn, mm-hmm. you know the little cone shaped horn that when you blow yeah. it, dude. I, let me tell you, he would he standing in front of my phone. I'm filming him, and he's just face right up in the camera, and he's just blowing on it, and then he just lets out this just belly laugh that you get from kids that age that is just pure joy. And and nothing else. I mean, it is just unadulterated, uncontrollable joy. And he would blow it, and he would just turn and just cackle. And then he would blow it again and turn and cackle again. 
those are moments that I miss. I mean, you know, we laugh, he laughs and gets cracked up now, but it's different. It's different. Right. Um, yeah. A lot, a lot of innocence there that you look at and, and it's, you know, in, until you have kids, you don't really realize it. It's almost sad because the reason you enjoy it so much is you're like, God, what did life do to me? Like what? Like, yeah. I mean, it really is like, like when did I just lose that at yeah. some point? And, um, you know, I saw this TikTok where they were talking about, um, you know, like how weird is it when you're five and all of a sudden you pop into consciousness. Right. And, and it's like kids sitting there and he's like, you know, it's got the humming thing going. He's like, where are we at? What am I doing? Who are you? Why are we dancing like this? Right. Like all of a sudden, like there's this abrupt shift where you start to become, uh, you realize what's going on. And I'm like, Oh, it doesn't happen like that. And then no sooner. And like, I thought that like, here comes my four and a half year old. And, uh, it's like, she's just like, but the other day we were, and she's having this conversation and I'm just like, like, cause now look at the three year old, he's not like that, but the four and a half year old, like right in that range, like that realization that there's people and activities outside and time passes and time goes forward and all of that happens. And when you see it, you're just like, oh yeah, like she's growing up. It's a, it's like a stepping stone, right? Like, you know where they are. And then the six and a half year old is super smart. I mean, doing just outstanding in school and uh, emotional maturity. Just, I mean, just ridiculously intelligent girl. And I'm not just saying that because I'm her dad, but she's a empath. That actually also makes it really hard. I have to talk to her about controlling her need to try to make people feel better. And like, because she senses how people are without them even saying anything. And so, uh, you know, she's lost most of her. I'm, I'm going to say speech impediment, but she really had troubles with L's and R's and that's all, but pretty much unless she gets talking really fast is gone. And I'm like, Oh, the four and a half year old just lost her front two teeth this past week. <laughs> the teeth thing. How much is a tooth fairy? Not going to take long. Uh, you know, kids don't have a great sense of money. Uh, so it just depends. <laughs> the four and a half year old, her front two Mine teeth is. had to come out of the dentist. And so she got $5 and a quarter because she has no concept. She just knows she got two monies. Uh, she says, <laughs> and then Carter yeah. pissed off that knife. Absolutely pissed off that he didn't have teeth to put under his pillow. Yeah, not fair. I want teeth. <laughs> so I was like, well, leave a snack for the tooth fairy. So we gave him like a little bite sized Snickers and I gave him a quarter. So he got one money. Oh, nice. He got one, one money. We had to, we, when William was, <laughs> started losing his teeth. We had to like get onto him because he was trying to pull his teeth out early. Yeah. So he could get <laughs> get money from the tooth fairy. He knew what money was. Might not have completely understood the value of all of it, but he knew it was there. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sophia's like, oh, I have a bunch of money because she's got a handful of coins. She goes, I can go buy anything I want. And I'm like And she so, probably could because she doesn't I mean she's a kid. I can take her to like the gumball machine and she can buy what she wants, you know. So Money's. I think we're talking talking about about being younger and 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 things so let's let's talk gen x stuff for a minute let's talk about our our childhood some of the good moments right let's talk about saturday mornings oh my god i so much miss saturday mornings 
And you know, it's the funny thing is, so now I, I guess my equivalent now is I have, I watch the CBS Sunday show every Sunday morning, mostly every Sunday morning. Um, so that, I guess that's now the sign my, that's, that's a sign you're old. That's a sign I'm old. You know, I like it though. It's generally not political. It's mostly feel good stories. So that's kind of why I like it. Just, I relax, drink a cup of coffee, eat breakfast, watch it, whatever. Um, we should have planned. We could have queued up the, um, uh, the Al- was it Alois? Is that the name of the, the trumpet blast at the beginning? It's actually a oh. composed piece of music. Yeah, it anyway. is a composed piece of music. Anyway, um, but uh, it just got me thinking about, you know, Saturday mornings and, and just getting up and, you know, first thing in the morning, it was go grab a bowl of cereal, you know, a glass of juice or milk or whatever you want, chocolate milk, go sit down in front of the TV at the table crunch on your captain crunch. And I'm not talking about this. Oops, all berries mess. I'm talking about the old school captain crunch, tear up the roof of your mouth, no matter how much milk you put in it and how long you let it sit there, it was going to still eat your mouth up, you know, sit there and just watch cartoons from first thing in the morning until soul train come on at noon. I mean, <laughs> it was <laughs> soul train. I about soul train. Yeah. How could you forget about soul? Train. And then uh, uh, at Saturday night was solid gold, right? Yes, solid gold. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, I got to thinking about that. You know, the cartoons that we used to watch—they just don't make cartoons like they used to. Um, there are some you know, good, you know. Ones. And I, I, mean, I think so. I mean, uh, on that note, right? So what what you really described is ritual, and yeah, sure. I, sure. I noticed that there is something that um, maybe it's going to be a good thing. Because our generation is still, well, we started the show. Oh, I'm going on vacation. That's where I got, I can't wait till April, right? We're waiting for the day off. We're waiting for the release. We're waiting for the ritual of like, this signifies I'm done. We talked about it with being out of work at the end of the year, right? Taking some vacation. Yeah, it's true. Time. Very true. Our kids, my kids, don't have that ritual. And in some ways I'm kind of sad about it, but in other ways, man, maybe they'll have a better life balance because they're incorporating entertainment and relaxation every single day of the week, more so than the way we identified it. And I'm not saying we didn't, obviously we get them to school. I'd say we would come home and do our homework. Neither one of us did that. We would yeah, we did. go start doing what we wanted to do. But the point is the day off started with cartoons and it was like a trigger, a light switch, whatever you want to call it where the ritual mm-hmm. of the weekend began. And I don't say that our kids actually have that, you know, especially me and Brittany, we work, I'm off on the weekends. Currently she has to take days off during the week uh, because of childcare, uh, at least for a while more. And then, yeah, you know, I think the Monday through Friday paradigm for a lot of people doesn't exist the way, the way it used to. Uh, it, it still does for a lot of people, people office jobs or, or whatever, but there's such a service industry heavy uh, world out there now where people are doing or people working second jobs that there's just not that downtime and that off time, you know? And I don't know. I guess what I'm getting at is I don't, I don't know. Like, do I feel bad that the kids are missing this ritual, but they have other rituals, right? Like my kids get a bath every night. I tuck them into bed. Um, I give them their vitamin gummies at night. I know I'm a horrible parent um, for giving them gummies (laughs) at night. At least I give them vitamins. Hush. So uh, I tuck them in. You know, I turn on their favorite cartoon that they go to sleep to. Uh, I tuck the older two in. 
So they still have some ritual. I just does that make sense, right? Like, I mean, no, I think is it, I think is it is it, is it, is it real? I mean, the cartoons were different. We can have a whole conversation about the quality of entertainment these days. But I think what we're really getting at is the ritualistic nature of that, right? And mm-hmm. Sundays were sometimes we'd go to church. We were not a church heavy family when we were younger. And then mm-hmm. football, man, I was, you know, I was all about some football, man. From middle school, really late late elementary school, fifth grade, all the way through high school, I was football. And it's funny, I don't watch it at all now. Uh but Sundays were Kung Fu Theater for me. Uh, yeah, that was that was good, man. And those old uh, Godzilla movies and yep. Yep. those are good memories. You talk about memories, like you know. I know we talk about. I give mom and dad some credit here, right? We talk about stuff. We've said we've had a lot of problems, but one of my fond memories actually. And mom is a snacker. Mom loves hors d'oeuvres and snacks and snacky food, and I do too. And that's where I think that's where I get it from. I remember sitting on the couch with mom, right? We'd have like pimento cheese crackers or just whatever, and we'd be watching TV together because it would be. She would tolerate watching Godzilla or a Kung Fu movie with us and we'd sit there and just snack on stuff. And yeah, that's a good memory. And that's, that's why I try, you know, we talked about it in the last podcast, like be present for your kids. That's fine to me. That's, you know, it's not that we went and did something. He bought me something that we're outside doing this right. big activity. It's we time. sat it's there time. and ate snacks together on the couch. Like I remember that, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. I, yeah. And I, we're, we're, I won't say lucky. I mean, I call it lucky, whatever. I don't know. You know, we're fortunate. I think that's probably a better description. We're fortunate that Jerry and I are in a position where we both work Monday through Friday jobs. Um, so we do have, you know, somewhat of a routine, you know, Sunday mornings is breakfast. We always do a big, bigger breakfast on Sunday. Saturdays is a little ad hoc, but generally Sundays we, we get up and usually her, she'll cook or I'll cook or both of us will cook. Um, you know, we don't always eat at exactly the same time, but we'll, we'll have a cooked breakfast. Um, it just depends. Sometimes the kids kind of straggle in and Jerry and I'll eat before the kids come down. So we'll eat together. The kids come down, we get them situated. It's usually cinnamon rolls because that's Michael's favorite for him. You know, for us, it's usually like eggs and sausage. Him, it's cinnamon rolls and sausage. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's we always try to have a family dinner, um, you know, at least once a week. Um most nights we'll sit down and eat dinner at the same time, um, but we don't always sit at the table together. Um, not every night, but we try to at least once a week have a family dinner. Where, um, as long as Sean's not working, I mean, obviously with the kids being older, it's a little bit easier for us, you know, because it's just generally the three of us. Sean's working more now. Um, yeah, no, the routine thing is good. I mean, humans humans are are really, I mean, we like our routine. Most yeah. humans, some people struggle do. with it, but yeah, some do, but most generally, I, and I, I argue that even the folks that, that don't like routine, they, if they have, they have a routine, I guarantee it. They have at least a guarantee they put their routine. socks on the same way every day. Yeah. Oh, and that, that's a whole nother thing. You want to talk about that? You want to mess your day up? <laughs> Try shaving before you brush your teeth or vice versa, depending on which way you do it. Just mix those two things up and watch how it screws your whole day up. Or, or um, put your socks and shoes on in a different order. Yep. It, or or it, start with the, start with the other pant leg. You yeah. won't be able to do it. You will not be able to do it. You're like, this is it's, weird. It's, it, it is weird. It is funny because I, I intentionally <laughs> tried that one time after hearing a conversation. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, we, you know, kids today have 24-7 cartoons and they're online. They have multiple channels. We were limited. And I think you're right. I think it is the routine piece to it. And, and 
you know, Saturday mornings, there were a ton of good shows. I mean, everybody remembers the Jetsons. Everybody remembers Bugs Bunny. Everybody remembers the Flintstones. But what about Wacky Races? Who remembers Wacky Races? I loved Wacky Races. That was one of my favorite ones. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, uh, uh, all the Hanna-Barbera stuff was good. I mean, it just. Yeah, I mean, even Snorks. And I mean, there is just like Flash in the Pan stuff. Mask, that was one. That's more of a younger Gen X. Mask and uh, I mean, Transformers. Yeah. Mask had a good Obviously, song. Transformers, GoBots. Like everyone talks about Transformers, but man, I want to see them remake some GoBots. Like I, I think you know, I liked GoBots better as far as a cartoon. Um, of course, everyone talking about GI Joe. Uh, there was you remember shirt, shirt Tales. You remember that? Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, and then you had the other uh, Space Ghost and uh, oh, I love Space Ghost, Grape Ape, uh, Captain Caveman. Yep. Just keep mm-hmm. going. Speed buggy, there were tons of them. You know, there were there were a lot of good ones. Um, Hong Kong Fooey. Um, you yeah. know, uh, but then there, there were the some original other Danger ones. Mouse. The reboot of yes. Danger Mouse sucked. I tried to watch it and I was like, Yeah, no, the original. Gotta watch the original. There there yeah, were some Oh god, you remember when they tried to do like um spin-offs of the TV series like Laverne and Shirley and the Fonz? Yeah. Remember those cartoons? Those were so those were so bad. Uh, Thundar the Barbarian. Remember that one? Thundar the Barbarian was great. Thundar the Barbarian. There was there there were a lot of good ones. Um, Thundercats. Thundercats were awesome. Thundercats. You know, it, it's it's you know we didn't just have cartoons on Saturdays only. I mean, we did yeah. have so every morning before you went to school, there was like a window where you would get Woody Woodpecker, Tom and Jerry, and the Little Rascals or Three Stooges and or Three Stooges, which worked. You know, and, and after was, school in the defensive networks tried to be more educational because after school was, um, you know, you had, uh, well, like you said, the electric company, there was, um, uh, Cosby's stuff, right? Fat Albert, and all, but even that was educational to some degree. Um, yeah, oh, yeah. picture pages, picture. We won't talk about Bill Cosby, but we had Bill picture pages, um, reading rainbow, reading rainbow. And of uh, you know all the all the after school special. The more you know. I mean, there was a lot of good educational TV back then. But yeah, Schoolhouse I, Rock. I think you're right. Oh, Schoolhouse Rock. That was Saturdays, and that was the best. Yeah, best. I have Still the entire DVD songs, set. Man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have the entire DVD set if you ever want them. Uh, yeah. I mean, I think you're right. I think it's I think it's routine. And, and and when we started having the conversation, I kind of was like, yeah, hey, let's just, you know, I was just thinking about the old school Saturdays and those Saturday mornings and hanging out, watching cartoons and some of the good stuff. But I, I think you, you caught on to really the crux of it. So, you know, we've been, we've, you know, we're close to an hour. Um, I yeah. think we've been all over the place, which is, I think it's turned out to be a good episode considering we didn't plan anything. We were just going to shoot the shit and have a conversation. I mean, not that we script anything on any of our other shows, but this one was like, we didn't even have a topic to talk about. Um, so, you know, we've been doing mad money and we've talked about things that we purchased recently, or, you know, we did the Christmas mad money. I'm going to flip it a little bit and kind of do a, what is something that you have? And and we, we've talked about your watches. And so I know that that you have those things kind of sitting on the radar, but what's something that you, you'd like to get on to your, you know, I'm, I'm definitely going to buy this this year at Mm -hmm. some point. 
Um, it doesn't have to be anything extravagant, but I just think it's like, but just something you have your mindset on that. I'm going to get this. This is for me. This is something that I want. I'm, I'm going to get it. It's kind of reverse mad bunny. Yeah. No, I mean, that's yeah. tough because. Yeah. I mean, I've, I'm on the list for the Rolex. Like that's a big deal, man. Like, yeah, that's huge. I mean, just for some people, it's not a big deal. It's a big deal for me. It's a big deal from the way we grew up. It's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, it is a big deal. For most people, it's a big deal. I mean, who who buys a ten to fifteen thousand dollar watch? Uh, it's a big it's a major. Deal. It's a major purchase for most people. Um, it don't have to be anything big. Something no, I know. I'm. You think about it. I'll tell you mine while you think you about. Go, it. I'll give you. you I, I did. I did catch you. Catch you off guard on that one. So, um, you know, I originally wanted to talk. I talked about wanting to get telescope and stuff this year and stuff. But I really. So I've been doing more streaming. We talked about I've been doing streaming with Michael. Um, you know, we're obviously doing more stuff with this podcast. Work from home. Um, you know, I've been doing more of the 3D printing stuff. And I've got this just like chaotic, which you can't see most of it, but there, I've got this kind of small desk and it's a very chaotic mess over here, to be honest with you. It's not as organized as I would like it to be. And so I've, I've, been, I've had my eye on a new desk. Doesn't seem like anything you know, out of the, out of the realm of, you know, extravagance, but it, it's, it's about 17, 1800 bucks, about two grand by the time I add the additional things onto it. But it's Corsair just released a desk a couple of months ago, maybe three, four months ago. It's the plat- platform six. Um, it's a adjustable height desk. Um, and they have the creator's edition, which has a, a back pegboard on it. And so I'll be able to like hang things up there and get stuff that I've got set on the floor you know, lying around that I need to put up, but it has a nice T-rail system on it, monitor arms up off this. Everything is off the desk surface and it's a wider desk surface. So my plan is to get that nice and set up. It'll take up less space over here. I could move this old desk over there, move all my 3D printing stuff over there and get that kind of organized. So that's kind of one of the things I'm planning on spending money on. And I've been kind of sitting here every day checking. They have been out of stock just about, since right before they were out of stock stock in early December, they got some back late December and they sold out immediately. And I'm like, really? So I'm ready to pull the trigger on it now. And I just, just wait. <laughs> waiting on to come back in stock. A yeah. Waiting list for a desk. Um, Pretty much. It's a nice desk though. Man. So I don't know. I got a big one. I'm going to tell you offline though. I don't want to say it on the podcast. Okay. We'll talk later. And, uh, but small wise, uh, I can get the car lowered. I'm probably go buy some eye box mm-hmm. springs to get the car lowered. I mean, that's not a major. The springs are less than the labor to put them in. I know how to put them in. I don't have time to put them in, nor do I have all of the tools. Uh, so <laughs> I'll take them somewhere and have them put in. But the, the wheel gap, love the Challenger, love my Scat Pack. Uh, but the wheel gap is just the more I look at it every day, I'm just like, oh. And I probably do a muffler, mid muffler delete get a little little more tone out of it i think that's pretty pretty straightforward the car has four mufflers on it's got a, it's got mid mufflers and it's got uh technically the resonators at the end but whatever i'll, I'll do a mid muffler which won't cost much at the install shop because they just cut them out weld in straight pipe um yeah the ibox springs are like 250 bucks i think and labor's about 400 to have them put in yeah labor's more on that then i gotta get a get an alignment after they get put in yeah, I think. Yeah, I might, I might buy some other 
appearance things for the car. There's a couple things, you know, but I say, I say that maybe not like everyone's like on the podcast. Like if you look at any challengers or chargers, it's a community that loves to do all kinds of crap to their car, right? You know, racing stripes and the kind of, and they came from the factory with all kinds of stuff. Some of it's not even aftermarket. Um, mm-hmm. I remember someone in one of the groups were like, well, what are you doing to make your car stand out? And I'm like, I'm leaving it stock. Because you never see one that's stock. One's just stock, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I did order mud flaps for, and but they're they're low profile mud flaps. I know people like mud flaps. I'm like, no, no, no. Most cars actually have mud flaps. You just don't notice them. Those God knows that thing will. It's I have a white car, and it'll kick up everything on that car. Um, <laughs> oh my God! Especially when you're heavy in the gas, man. Like I got rooster tails up the rear end of quarter panels all the time. So they actually do make these contoured, low-profile ones that are just enough to prevent that from happening. Like, you look at them, you're like, how is that going to do anything? But it's just enough to disrupt it from getting it onto the car. Um, I need to get those put on, uh, lower it, and I would like to have the windows tinted. White car with the black windows always looks good. Of course, in North Carolina, I can't get it blacked out like I used to or wish I could, but... um, 35%? It's 35%. Yeah, thirty five percent. Yeah, Jerry's Jerry's you know, Broncos white, and she's got the because she has the thirty five by twelve and a half tires. Yeah. They, they're they're like they stick out like North Carolina is weird. Like this is like I'm gonna get off on my thing for for a minute. Being a former cop, so passenger vehicle class, so two door and four door vehicles. I know where you're going with this. You <laughs> have to be at thirty five percent. If it's a station wagon or an SUV, only the side two windows have to be at thirty five percent. Yeah, the the front side too, and, and the the rear of it can be as black as you want. You could spray paint the window black if you wanted to. Um, so my question is, why, right? And and the reason why is they carved out the the other one for commercial vehicles and law enforcement vehicles and 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 other stuff. I'm like, you can always carve out a law enforcement vehicle exception no matter what. But I, you know, because in Texas it was that way. You can do the fronts thirty five, and you can have as black as you want on a standard car because it's hot as Hades in Texas. And if you don't have your windows tinted, uh, you will die when you get in your car. Um, mm-hmm. I just think this should be revised. Like let, let's just bring a standard that the two, I, and again, being in law enforcement, I understand like you can't see in a vehicle with tinted windows. Like I get it, but if you're going to have some vehicles that are, can be as dark as they want from the back doors back, like SUVs, um, like so passenger cars should be able to too. Yeah. I don't know that I would have them tinted as dark now as I would have 10 years ago, just simply because I can't you're old, you're old, see. You can't see. It is, it is tough. Like, don't get me wrong with the cars I had, I did not have backup cameras on, but now that I have backup cameras, it'd be great. And I'm not going to lie. Look like the challenger, like, you know, if you ever see them or they've got the, the little side windows and people put like solid louvers on there and that's fine. They put louvers on the back and people are like, God, you can't like why would you you can't see let me tell you what you can't see anyway the car has the worst blind spot the headrest comes up to here so when you turn you see nothing but headrest. you can't look back if it wasn't for the, the lane avoidance thing on the sides and the backup camera i'm not sure how i'd drive the car i'd be backing in everywhere all the time because you can't you can't see back I, or get over I, the, the mustangs same way blind yeah. spots everywhere and i i it doesn't i don't have the the um the blind spot oh you don't have lane um, departure just, on that thing no nope, it doesn't have lane departure no you just go as fast as you can hope you stay out of the way 
Um, it, it's, you know, there's a car up there. If you're past, if you pass them, you're okay. You can get over. Yeah, that's right. And it's like, I don't need to worry faster. about them being my blind spot because they're way back there. I can see them in my rear view mirror. Um, no, I, it doesn't, it has a little, um, blind spot mirror in there, but it doesn't have the, the radar detections. Yeah. Huh. Um, it, and I really wish I had, I've gotten spoiled because I've had it on all my trucks and I'm like, so now that I'm driving the Mustang, I have to constantly like double check the mirror. Oh yeah, stuff. I drive the mother-in-law's car, which used to be my car. Doesn't have a backup camera. Doesn't have a lane departure. And I got to put it in the reverse, and I was like, "Oh crap! I actually got to turn turn around." I'm at age now. I'm going to pull something trying to look out uh, the back window. Shoot, shoot, shoot! Yeah. Anyway, yeah, good show, man. Like, uh, I think it works. Oh, man. Hey, so TikTok. We got TikTok. I am starting two merch stores at minimum currently. So one, a pet project I've had in the back of my mind for cigars, bourbon, and chaos. And uh, so merch related around those themes, the man cave office or whatever. And since we've got the Gen X podcast, we'll be doing Gen X merch. Kind of got to start with that. So I'm going to start dropping links in the descriptions. Yes. Yes. uh, Yes. Uh, And if you buy anything from there, I will make money from that. So thanks. Uh, (laughs) Help fund this little soiree here. I gotta gotta do something here. Um, so yeah, so keep an eye out for that, and I'll give my design uh, basic rudimentary skills a go. <laughs> yeah, no, I I like them. I, so far, the stuff you turned out, I think, is pretty good. Yeah. yeah, we'll add. Um, we'll get the links added in, and you know, I think on the TikTok, I need to go and add a. I need to go set up a link tree because that's pretty much how everybody links out to all their stuff on TikTok. Yeah. I'm look, I'm learning this whole content creator thing. You know, this is fly by the seat of your pants for me. Um, it's been fun. I'm enjoying it and I'm getting more into it. I could see how people like it. it it's, it's a lot more work than I thought it was. Um, it, it is. A, just, and, and man, I could do a whole show on that because me being in that space with the day job, um, Good. Just another quick story. I just we talk about being with the kids. So obviously, kids are into Mr. Beast. Like, and I'm going to give a shout out. Mr. Beast is. is is a beast when it comes to marketing and making content. The guy's smart. Um, but I pulled up on YouTube and I said, like, "Hey," because you, the oldest was really all about wanting to do a YouTube channel. And I was like, "All right." I was like, "You know how to record stuff? Oh, well, we use your phone. You know how to edit stuff? No." You know how to upload it? No. Do you have an idea what you're going to talk about? Uh, I just play some video games. And I'm like, but everybody does that. Why would they watch you? Yeah, all right. And so I pulled up. Um, it's actually an interview with uh, Mr. Beast. And I forget his real name now. But it was, a, it was an interview with him. And he went to his 100,000 square foot studio production facility or whatever it is, 10,000 square foot. He employs like 150 people in this building. And they're constantly building sets. And he has an editing team. And I mean, the guy, I mean, he makes a killing um, mm-hmm. and he gives a ton oh, yeah. of money away. Does a lot of great, great things for the world. Oh, very yeah. charitable guy. Um, you know, was not on Epstein's list as far as I know. So I'm, I'm going to be okay. There's a reason he's right popular. Now. Yeah. No, there's, yeah. there's, there's a reason he's popular. He's it's legit. He's, he's and, and so I spent about 30 minutes walking Wayland through what Mr. Beast does at that level to make those kinds of videos. And then I went all the way back and I showed you some of his early stuff. And I said, this is when he got started. This is what it looked like. And I was like, it, it became popular. You know, I mean, anybody could, I don't say anybody, but man, we could get a viral video. If I wanted to go out and give away a thousand dollars cash to somebody, 
it would go viral, right? Like we we could we could do that, but it's gonna cost me a thousand bucks to do that, and then it's gonna cost me the ad. But then as it you know, he got sponsors, he got people to you know. But uh, yeah. and then I showed him what I do at work, and I said, let me show you what the day to day life looks like of a marketer in social media. And I started pulling up all this stuff, and he was just like, that looks really boring because he's a hands on guy. He is. He's hands on, right? He he wants to. Yeah, no doubt he's going to end up in the trades and I'm all for it. We got him tools for Christmas to learn, to start doing stuff. And we're going to buy him some old two cycle motors and stuff to take apart and see how they work and whatever, just 10 to $15 stuff on Facebook. Right. You know, broken motor that doesn't run $10. He'll get it for me. Yeah. And, uh, and, but when I showed that to him, I'm not going to lie. It went away. Uh, he's never mentioned it again. And so maybe some advice here, my parenting advice will end with that, is if you have kids, don't just turn a deaf ear to what they want to do because people do make a ton of money at this. And oh, But I'm going to tell you, sit down and take the time. Do what I did. Say, oh, you like Mr. Beast? Yeah, great. Go on YouTube and show them Mr. Beast behind the scenes. Show them Mr. Beast production. Show them the amount of work that goes into it. Show them the life of a real content creator, the editing. Show them what editing software looks like and say, if you really want to do this, these are the skills you have to learn to do that. Are you ready to do that? Some uh, of them are undoubtedly are going to say, absolutely, I'm ready to do that. Most of them are going to go, oh, I just thought it was really easy and I could be popular. And yeah, that's that's not the case. Yeah. That's not how it works. It, it's very mm -hmm. scripted. It's very staged. To be popular. Yeah. No, it, it is. I mean, you know, it's funny. You, you mentioned that. You go, and we'll, we'll tie into Gen X here. It was a whole, you'll never make money playing video games. Remember, remember our parents used to tell us that? Oh my God. You make so much money playing video games now. Now, I mean, it's like, and you don't even, I mean, it's just, you just have to be good at e playing e video sports, games. Esports is a massive thing, man. You don't even have to, I mean, you don't even have to be good enough to make esports. You just have to be good enough at talking while yeah. you're playing and playing well enough to interest people and people will start watching you and then you get followers and then they start making donations and then you get sponsors and, and, add, and add revenue and add revenue. And it's, it's, it's insane. The amount of money, the content creators, make. you know what? We're, we're already over an hour because even without the edits, I, and I think, I think you're right. I think, why don't we put we'll, this in we'll the talk about it more? Yeah. We'll, 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 we'll let's, do another let's show make a whole episode as we're just starting out down this content creation journey, especially me, you've, you've been doing this stuff longer than I have. Um, I think I think we could have a good conversation about it. I think you're on to something. So yeah, we'll we'll yeah. flag that as another episode. Well, have fun in Mexico. It'll be a couple of weeks before we get another episode out then, because uh, you're going to go out of town, and then we'll have to record one, edit one. All right. So we'll uh, we'll call it an episode. All right. So we're out. We'll see you next week. Same bat channel. Same bat time. Same bat time. Same, same bat, bat channel. Channel. Same yeah. battiness. Definitely. Have a good one. Later, bro.